Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 493, Summertime Learning. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. Coldplay is now the second best concert I've ever attended. Muse is still number one, and I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share a parenting story. Well, happy Monday, y'all. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you had a fantastic weekend, and I hope you're ready for a great week ahead. And, uh, you know, we're running up against the Labor Day weekend this weekend, so some of you might have a short week this week, and more of you will have a short week next week for sure, but either way, thanks for tuning in today. Well, not today, but yesterday. Yesterday was Bowtie Day, National Bowtie Day. Did you know that? I didn't until I started digging in for today's fun fact, and If you're a Doctor Who fan, then you know that the 11th Doctor taught us that bow ties are cool. So, here are some fun facts about bow ties. Many believe that their first use was during the Prussian Wars when Croatian mercenaries used them to tie their shirt collars shut. Number two, according to GQ, Perfect alignment of a bow tie is not expected nor preferred. The bow tie is supposed to look somewhat floppy or off kilter. I didn't know that. Number three, after Matt Smith uttered the words, bow ties are cool, a spokesman for the online store Topman reported bow tie sales increased by 94%. Crazy. And lastly, New Year's Eve is the number one day to wear a bow tie, followed by Christmas, Halloween, and Valentine's Day. And coming in fifth place is National Bowtie Day. So if you missed it yesterday and you're hearing this in time for today, why not do it today? Maybe you didn't need to wear a bow tie yesterday, but today you could. I don't know. Hey, any day is a good day to wear a bow tie because you know what? Bow ties are cool. You know what else is cool? <laughs> That's right, you guessed it. The Friday Forum. Yeah. So I would love to have you as a contributor to the Friday Forum. The Friday Forum is simply your chance to share your life lessons, the stuff that you've learned in your life. And, you know, you can make my life better, help me learn from you, and not only me, but all the other listeners as well. You can do that by calling 304-837-2278 or head over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback where you'll see a variety of ways to make your contribution. You can upload an audio file, use the SpeakPipe widget, or let those fingers do the talking and typey-typey out your contribution. So why don't you go ahead, pause the podcast if you want. Head over there and submit your contribution for this week's Friday Forum. And lastly, before we get into the episode today, don't forget Geekonomicon is coming up this weekend, Labor Day weekend in Oklahoma City. If you want to know more information about that, go to geekexpos.com. 
Com. John Noble from Fringe is going to be there. Greg Grunberg from Heroes and Star Trek and Star Wars. Uh, Sylvester McCoy from The Hobbit, and he was a previous Doctor as well. As well as Paul McGann, who played the Doctor in the Doctor Who movie. So many others are going to be there. Go check it out. A lot of the Power Rangers are going to be there. On and on and on. I mean, seriously, they've got a huge lineup. So we'd love to see you. We're going to be doing a podcast marathon from Geekonomicon. So go check it out, geekexpos.com. And if you want to learn more about our podcast marathon and how you can help geek out MS, simply go over to goldenspiralmedia.com slash MS. And uh, we would love to have your support as we do this uh, podcast marathon. You can go ahead and make your contribution now, even before the podcast marathon starts. And it'll be added to the grand total that we are going for. We're trying to raise $2,500 to help get rid of MS. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. I didn't learn this yesterday. I've done this for a while, but parenting is hard. In fact, it might just be the hardest thing I do. Like most parents, I want to teach my kids to be responsible, caring, selfless, compassionate, honest, hardworking, and confident. Carrie and I set rules and boundaries in a way that we believe is the best for them, given their age, maturity, and well-being. Of course, we aren't perfect, so we don't always get it right, but we do our best. You may recall from episode 438 that we got a cell phone for our daughter just before the start of the summer. What you don't know is that she got the phone taken away from her about three weeks later and didn't get it back until school started. Yeah, that means that she lost her phone privileges for the whole summer. And not only that, but she lost her friend privileges for the whole summer. So how did that happen? Well, when we first got her the phone, we sat her down and talked about the rules of the phone. We would be monitoring. Among those rules was that we would be monitoring her texts and calls. She would be limited on her ability to install apps. And we could audit her phone behavior at any time with no prior notice. There were other rules too, but those were the main ones. Well, about two weeks after she got the phone, I was alerted by a concerned father that I should check out the messages that Addie was sending to his son. It had been about a week since I'd looked over things, so Carrie and I took a look. And what we found, well, it shocked us. Now, before I continue, let me be clear that we don't expect our kids to be perfect. I know what I was like when I was their age, and I know what the other kids at school were like. I'm sure things have only gotten worse since then. But we do have high standards for our kids. To be honest, the things that she was saying to the other boy were not good. She was getting way too emotionally attached to him way too fast. However, that turned out to be the least of the issues. Without going into too much detail, I'll just say that there were several text message threads with her other friends that were extremely inappropriate. She and her friends were using language that we don't allow in our family, and most families don't. I mean, it was really bad. And there were innuendos being thrown around and just other things that were really bad. So after dinner that night, I told Addie that I needed to see her phone. Now, more quickly than I thought possible, she began deleting text threads. In a matter of five to ten seconds, she had deleted all but one of them. 
Fortunately, we had thought ahead and had the pictures of all the things that she had just deleted. Unfortunately, her decision to try and cover up her text messages only compounded the mess that she'd gotten herself into. We sat down with her and talked about the rules of her phone, the rules of our home, and the way that we expect her to conduct herself. She acknowledged that she'd violated all of those expectations. We let her know that we had just given her the phone as an expression of her growing maturity and the trust that she'd earned with us. But now she'd lost all of that. And we also talked about how trust is harder to earn back after it's been lost. So we grounded her from her phone and her friends for the whole summer. Surprisingly, she didn't argue. She didn't get upset. She didn't raise her voice. And she didn't tell us how horrible we are or slam any doors. She didn't like the punishment, but she knew that she'd messed up big time. Well, later in the summer, we forced her to go to church camp. That's right. She did not want to go. Her biggest objection was that she would be attending with a church other than our own. Our church is very small, and we don't have a big enough group to go to camp. She had visited that other church a few times, but she didn't really have any friends there. Carrie and I have a lot of friends at that church, but Addie didn't, and she didn't like it. Well, Carrie and I both told her about the great experiences that each of us had had at church camp when we were kids, and I even told her about all the times I'd gone to church camp with my grandparents when I hardly knew anyone at their church. That didn't matter, and she didn't want to go. Well, as I said, we didn't give her a choice, so off she went. Five days later, she returned, and when we went to pick her up, she ran up to me with a massive smile on her face and begged me to let her go again next year. She made some great new friends that week, and she has begged us to take her to that church every Wednesday since she got back. As the summer came to a close, we asked both of our kids what their favorite part of summer was. Addie said her favorite part was church camp. Here's what I learned. A few days later, Addie admitted that when we first asked her what her favorite part of summer was, her initial thought wasn't church camp. What she said next shocked us. She said she didn't want to admit it to us because she didn't want us to know that we were right. But she said that her true favorite part about the summer was getting grounded from her phone and her friends. She then went on to tell us that being away from the phone and her friends helped her to realize the bad choices that she'd made. She said that most other times when we ground her, she thinks that we've made a bad decision. But when we grounded her from her phone, she knew that we had a good reason to. Her perspective was quite different than what it had been earlier in the summer. One of her other friends also got busted when her parents discovered those text messages. However, that friend only got her phone taken away for a couple of weeks. And at the time, Addie thought we were being way too hard on her. So it was quite refreshing to hear her changed perspective near the end of her punishment. Now, as I said at the top of the episode, Carrie and I are not even close to being perfect parents. We try our best, but we screw up plenty of times. Fortunately, this time, it appears that we got it right. We gave Addie the guidelines for what needed to be done to get her phone back, and she worked very hard to earn it back. 
Then, when she had earned it back, we sat down with her and went over all the rules and expectations again, and she was very receptive and seemed to have an added appreciation for the privilege of having the device. You know, one of these days, in the not-too-distant future, our kids are going to leave our nest and fly away. And when they do, I want them to be ready to make the world a better place. And after this summertime lesson, I have a little bit more hope that we might just be succeeding. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would be grateful if you'd share this podcast with a friend.